Sean from LPL. I'm alone. This was. In this week's episode, we'll talk about what happened in Game Week 9, look ahead to Game Week 10, and maybe pick a captain who actually scores some points. Hi, Adam. I wouldn't get too ahead of ourselves there. <laughs> a bit of housekeeping before we start. If you like the pod, please go ahead and give us a rate and a comment on iTunes. It'll make other people who are into FBL and pods and shit find us easier. Follow on Twitter, where I'm most active, at FMLPL, and email in any rate my teams or questions or any fucking bullshit that you can think of to FMLFPL at gmail.com. That's where Walsh is most active. Check out our website, fmlpl.com. We have league info, links to our teams, social media, all that shit, and a store with stickers and ringtones and stuff. And lastly, also on our website, we post lineup lamentations every Friday. We pick our starting 11s and captains, so definitely check that out. That was efficient. Yeah, that's what I'm going for there. I I didn't breathe. Um, Opening question this week comes from friend of the pod, Brian Stokes. He asked us to pick four bands, current or old school, to headline an FMLPL music tip festival. <laughs> I figure we can just each pick two. I feel like I know at least one of your picks. I mean, do you? I, 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 I well, what what is it like? Is it just like people like I love and I want to see, or like that I have seen, or is it like people that are like? Well, I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm all confused. Yeah, I I had some trouble because I mean, obviously, there's a lot of like different music things that I love. But yeah, I think it just has to be bands you'd like to see live and can play to like a huge audience and shit, you know? Okay. I mean, I think number one, I'll go with one one I have seen and one I have not seen. One would be Daft Punk I have not seen. I would love to, I would love to experience a little Daft Punk time. Yeah, like Prime Daft Punk was probably so fucking good. Yeah, and then uh, I also, I'm a, you know I like Roiksop, big Roiksop fan. Mm-hmm. Love that I think, chat. Yeah, I think Reichsop would be would be baller in a big big event. I, I could listen to Reichsop all day, every day. I thought for sure you were gonna go early, like young M eighty three. No, you you can't control him. He's like he's a piece of shit now. So yeah, he's so he's probably gonna play now. his like he's gonna play his like Bon Iver bullshit, whatever the fuck <laughs> he's doing now. I hate, hate him. So yeah, I, I can't go there. I got to go with something you know they're gonna just play great things. So that's that's where I would go. So what two would you put put in there? That's good shit. Yeah, I went with two opposite sides of the spectrum. So I went one, a young Kate Bush who's just like so. Ins- who is that? She's this English singer who's old now, but she's Kate been around Bush. for a really long time. Yeah, she's very very fucking weird. Pretty sure you despise her. Um, okay. Super weird, but like incredible, like theatric performances and shit. And then singer I, songwriter or what? Um, I don't even I don't even know what to call her. She's. It sounds like she should be a country singer with that name, Kate Bush. Yeah, except yeah. she's English, so I don't okay. know. I don't think right, they do right. that there. I um, like catering to the English crowd. I like it. Keep going. Yeah, I, and both of mine are actually English. The other one I went to is something like I wanted. And I think my favorite music to see live is really like energetic, like intense shit. So I went like like a prime era prodigy, I think would be fucking sick. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. That's okay. Love yeah, that. that'd be fun. That'd be very fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. I love but that. we would need love Infinity Shred. Shit. Oh well Infinity, Infinity Shred's Shred obviously like the They're actual opening. headline. Okay, or headline. They're, <laughs> they headline after Daft Punk. <laughs> yeah, they're after Daft Punk. Yeah, it's perfect. Producer Nate just oh, shredding, shredding the world. I keep fucking repeating it at work. It's so good. 
Yeah, you got to check out the new Infinity Shred album. It's producer Nate's band. They're very fucking good. So fucking good. All right, let's get into the FPL. So how'd you do this week? Um, I did pretty well. I made um, I made my two transfers, which I ended up deciding Callum over Chazzy and for Rashford and Fayo and for Antonio. They both blanked, which was sad, but I don't know. It still feels better than having Rash or Antonio on my team, so I'm not too pissed off. Um, I went up only a couple thousand places, which is essentially nothing, but I had I had no goals in my team. I had just two assists, so... I got to be pretty pleased with a captain blank only to assist that my defense three cleans back-to-back weeks can just carry me to not even carry me, just keep me afloat, basically. Yeah, I mean, you have to look at when you blank at captaincy. If you stay by and large where you are in the rankings, then that's a fine week. Successful week, yeah. Yeah, captain's that important. Um, but so yeah, I ended up. What, what about you? I ended up on 51 points. I went up to 24k. I had a really nice week. Um, also, Captain Blank with Walcott, but uh, Mane did the business for me. I got that Firmino, and then I had the Fuchs goal, which was so good. Holobos clean, but I mean, here's the myth of the century for me. It was just the last five minutes of every game. I lost three cleans in the last five, ten minutes. I would have had Fuchs. The Fuchs loss clean was a essentially a seven point swing because it would have given me the clean and the max bonus, and then Pickford, of course. I mean, Sunderland are never going to get a point or a win the rest of the season. So, I mean, the stoppage time set piece like fucked me up. The ass goal was just such a disaster, and then Klein. I mean, no, no clean there in that set piece. We knew that was coming. We knew it was, it was coming. coming. You watched that game, and you could see Liverpool no, just yeah. taking their foot off the gas slowly but yeah. surely. Yeah, but all three of those teams were just so close to keeping a clean, and it was really Mane. Did Mane was my big thing this week because he got me the double digit score. But if I got one or two of those cleans, it would have just been a really really good week. But it was still good. Yeah, still um, good. Siggy, yeah, still good. Siggy. Who I transferred in along with Costa. I mean, Siggy looked so good. Um, he hit the bar. He should have had an assist. He created one really good chance, and he had like another scoring chance. He looks like he's going to be getting points. And then, I mean, four nothing. No Costa involvement is just fuck me sideways. But I'll take it. He looked good. Chelsea looked good, and it feels good to just own him. So I mean, things look good. Yeah, Siggy Blank was the the most like bizarre of all of them because he was just so incredible and he had those two amazing chances and yeah yeah. and he usually i mean if he gets two chances in a game yeah yeah, two chances that good in a game and then and he doesn't finish either is very odd i feel like for him very rare yeah it's also i don't know i mean the goal would have been giving me net points but i also had holobos in the game so that was like a little bit of an annoying thing the point ceiling there was not so high but holobos um, yeah because i'm sure though if siggy scored and it was one nil he would have gotten max bonds which would have been also small yep yeah uh, so we're both we're both fucking titting post wildcard life is a good life to live yeah, I mean, we. I think we just did a good job about setting the team up for the medium term, and we're just benefiting from that. And that's the benefit of wild carding in general is you get to push the reset button. But also, if you look for the windows of you know three weeks, five weeks, whatever, and you have good rotation and you have getting getting attackers on the good sides, and you more or less can save your transfer, and then they're almost all luxuries, you know. Yeah, I've been saying that all year. Like 
one of the big things this year was was thinking more short short term because it's just uh, it's just there's no reason and there's no logic to trying to predict like ten weeks down the line. Like, sure, if someone has a really long run of fixtures, that's nice, a nice bonus. But thinking short term is just the way to go because form and everything can just change so fucking quickly that it's it just seems like the only way the only way to follow. Mm-hmm. Um all right, let's do a sponsor and then tip. Okay. Are you the parent or guardian to a young budding talented footballer? Then you must take this absolutely ludicrous opportunity to train under one of England's finest defenders, John Stones. At Stoner's Step Up to the Plate Foundation, John will teach kids of all ages how to actually physically step up in defense, even when it's inappropriate. Stones' signature spread em technique will be on full display as your kids get to run around freely and meg him for fun. We at FMLPL also like to assure you there's no reason to be intimidated at Stones' foundation, because as is the John Stones way, he won't even look at your kids while passing. Okay. So what the fuck happened? I don't know. Where do you want to start? I mean, do you want, we could start sad with like Arsenal being bad and stupid. Yeah, I'm down with that. I mean, uh, we both capped Walcott, both blanks, and everyone blanked. Uh, Fucking nil-nil tit. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what was going on in that game because Middlesbrough had like 20% possession, but they had Traore was just running a million miles an hour and almost scored. He's and the Gaston. ever. Yeah, I think they said on Football Weekly today that he was clocked at the fastest like sprint in like Premier League history. That's I don't know how crazy. long they've been tracking that stat or how reliable it is in the first place, but I believe it. Yeah, I mean, it was a joke. That one counter where it was like, who was it? It was like Negredo leading the counter or something, oh, and yeah, Adama just slowest like, thing ever. It's exploded off the left side of your screen. It was just like, yeah. what the fuck. Yeah, but then Gaston almost scored. Yeah. Chuck had a Chuck had a really nice game. Yeah, I mean, Chuck he's had not a really asked good to, game, and Valdez had a good game. Yeah, Valdez did. If Chuck isn't asked to dive low to the far post, then he's going to probably stop everything. Yeah, that's a, that's his weakness, his kryptonite. But yeah, I don't but, know. I mean, it, it was. I took some encouragement out of it with Walcott, especially. I mean, he was great. I mean, like. It seemed like he was creating a lot, and he took some good shots, and it it was just an, a weird, awkward game. And I guess kudos to Middlesbrough because that was probably their game plan. But I thought Alexis was the standout player. He looked really good. Like felt a bit unlucky to not score. They had all those free kicks. Yeah, the freeze. It was just a weird. Really weird stop and go game, and yeah, I think no, no, Cazorla really hurt them in yeah. this game. I think because it's so noticeable, and they have El Nenny and Cockleland. Yeah, and Cockleland's just useless. But if they have El Nenny in there instead of Cazorla, and I mean, granted, they already didn't have Shaka. They basically only have four attackers, and they don't have that player that can in the deep lying midfield who can push up when they have all the possession to give them an extra person to try and make that little through pass. You know, yeah. So I and think Burrow just gave them gave El Nene and Cock just all the space in all the world the sp- as yeah, they of course, should. Why like, wouldn't you? Both their pass percentages were like ninety six percent because it was just like worthless side, side passes. passes. Yeah. yeah, no, it's definitely a big miss for them. No, Santi. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's nice that we saw that. I think it could be like similar to how Dembele helps Kane fire. I think that 
I, I don't know. It was really noticeable. I mean, they didn't score a goal. They were playing a real pretty bad side at home. I think maybe no Cazorla could be a factor in hedging a, or making the deciding factor in a captaincy away from an Arsenal player if he's not playing. I think he's supposed to be back for their game at the weekend at Sunderland, but. Um, yeah, I know, those are the kind I know of little he's missing things. the midweek game, but I think he'll be back for the prem game. Yeah, yeah, but those are the little things that you need to try and figure out because when captaincy, you know, it's a, basically a coin flip. And if there are those little things that you could take away and think of, think about, it could help. I don't know. I mean, no, it makes that makes captaincy. perfect sense to me. I mean, if he's ruled out next week, yeah, I mean, it's probably wise to look elsewhere. I mean, it'll be what will be really nice for Arsenal is when they get Rambo back and. He can play that position instead of El Nani, and then it's. Do you think they'll put him there? I mean, I don't we'll know what it. they'll do with him, like in a normal every every day game. But if Santi's hurt, I think he for sure oh, yeah. would play there. Him, I mean, him and Shaka would be great. Yeah, Rambo. But I don't know if they're gonna. He doesn't like playing on the wing, but he could play over at Wobi also. I don't know. They needed Jack that game. Ugh, Jack would have been smoking fags the whole time. It would have been great. <laughs> uh, could we could get Jacka and Jacka? <laughs> yeah, I liked uh, Wanger's post game quote. Did you see that? Because it was like his birthday or whatever. No, what happened? Yeah, they were like, "Oh, what are you gonna do? Like, get a drink for your birthday?" He's like, "He's like always a drink on your birthday. When you win, you deserve it. When you don't win, you need it." <laughs> yeah, that's, good. that's very good. That's just like twenty million years in management life lesson yeah. dropped on everyone. Class is permanent. Um, Bournemouth again. I mean, they had the storyline last week with the six one, and this week they're just all this all solid zero zero in Spurs. Um, all of their defenders got bonus points. Borch had a really nice game. Bournemouth are fucking real, dude. I know. When is Borch is like. Howler gonna come? Um, hey, how is he it's doing? Definitely this? coming. I mean, it's, it's definitely, definitely gonna coming. Come. He's gonna do some fucking insane shit and let up two goals. But Bournemouth look really good. I'm. I feel fucking upset that I don't have any Bournemouth on my side. Yeah, they look really good. But to be honest, I mean, I have Callum. He basically had no highlights to his name. I mean, he was so like I was looking at the heat map and shit. He was the most isolated thing ever. Because they just yeah, sat, the Spurs. whole team sat so deep, and he was just floating around by himself. And yeah, I know it's Spurs, but it's just like I don't know. They're they're a no, good it doesn't team, feel good, but it doesn't feel good. Yeah, but at the same time, like you look at Chazzy Baby also blanked in a yeah. probably a much better fixture because Man City's defense is a joke. But you have the next few, which is where really why you bought. That's Cameron. why I got him. Yeah, yeah. On the so, on the other side of the coin, I'd be pretty concerned if I was a Sun owner right now. I mean, he stats were horrible. He barely touched the ball at all yeah. and only had one shot. Meanwhile, Lamella and Erickson just like ran the show and dominated. Yeah, Kane's back in a couple games. I think. I mean, Lamella, you have to be looking at an exit strategy at this point, probably, right? Yeah, I think so. I think it's the way out. And I mean, you could either do either, even a lateral move to Ali isn't bad, but I mean, at midfield in the sub eight million bracket, there are just so many options that look great. So it's you shouldn't be too tough to find a find a replacement. Yeah, don't yeah, get stuff. don't get Suzuko because he fucking elbowed Arter in the face. Because he's getting retrospective. Do you see that? Yeah, of course. (laughs) That was like the dirtiest shit. The best is watching that highlight and watching the crowd, and they all just go insane, and they're all just like making the elbow motion, and the ref just like didn't see it. (laughs) But I thought they did see it. I thought they had a conference about it, and I always understood the retrospective ban to be if the referees are 
in the moment did not see the action. Well, I think the conference was about Arter's reaction because he like got he up drove? and like went at Suzoko. He like tried uh, to fucking fight him. Yeah, and, I mean they have to. Yeah. They look at the post match report too. I think that's important. And if the ref says that he didn't see something or something's left out, then that's how they do the retrospect. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, Lamella also should have had a second yellow in that game. I don't know how he got he's, out of that. He's a very naughty boy. Yeah, Eric. he's he's a bad yeah. guy, but. Uh, He's a great guy, though. No, I mean, I fucking love him, but... Yeah, Bournemouth um, are good. Bournemouth are good. Shaq's good. Shaq's back. Hey, what's up, Shaq? You fucking shouted him out, dude. You're probably the only person in the FPL world to have shouted out Shaq last week. Did I in the pod? Yeah, you were like... We were talking about we, Joe. I know he's not an option. And I brought up Arnie, and you were like, what about Shaq, dude? And I was like... <sighs> and then you instantly were probably like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, like he hasn't fucking done anything mm-hmm. ever. But he was God. He was... He had he is God. two he goals. Is God. He had like five chances created. Like he would have had multiple assists if Arnie and Bonnie didn't just fuck everything up. Fucking Bonnie, dude. That's the best threesome in the world to have a threesome with President Grant and Shaq. <laughs> no, no girls. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean Stoker just look. They look good. They're gonna. This is the kind of thing that we were talking about. How bad their fixtures were at the beginning of the season. Everyone's saying like Hughes is under fire and or under pressure. And now that they're playing teams that are just bad, they're better than them. So they're gonna. And you know they'll finish ninth. No problem. Yeah, no Hughes is good. I mean he like changed how they play drastically last year. You can't forget yeah. that. And they have a really good run of five fixtures right now. So having a defender definitely recommended and getting like Arnie or Shaq would be probably great too. Um, yeah. The thing with Shaq is just the insane shape of his body. It's just like the funniest looking thing. He's the funniest looking person in the league, I think. He's very funny looking. His head just like looks so small because like even his though he, even though so he's huge. small, yeah, his, he has like an NFL like steroid neck that's actually wider than his head, and then like he's equally as wide as he is tall. Also, so he just it's, he's just a keg. I don't know. He's just a square with like a tiny head. It's very good. Yeah, he's great. Stoke looked good though, and then um, I mean Lester fucking destroyed us this weekend. Yeah. That was Cabai was playing number ten. That was interesting. Yeah, actually, this dude on Twitter, Tom Butcher, tweeted uh, with Cabai playing number ten at the weekend. Rack up good stats. Is he now an option? I was going to ask you, like, so Punchin was dropped. What's the deal? No, he was hurt. Oh, he's hurt. Yeah, he had like a calf or some silly thing like this. So you think Cab just immediately drops back and Punchin's back in the side? Uh, yeah, I mean, Punchin should be one of the first names on the team sheet for us, no matter what formation we're playing. He's a jack of all trades, but. I mean, Cabai, I mean, he was playing Ledley over Cabai for a while. For, long answer, short answer is no, Cabai is not an option. He would have to be back confirmed on pens to be considered, I think. The but, weirdest um, thing, though, is that he got max boners. Yeah, I mean, he, he his stats were off the page um, in that game against Leicester. He had like all the shots in the world, and he created a bunch of chances as well. Um, but it was really like, Party's been very reluctant to play him in the number 10 attacking role since we bought him. And he's been really just a double pivot, almost shielding the back four. And even when he plays with MacArthur in the double pivot, MacArthur's the one that gets licensed to go forward and Cabai's the one that like, stays it's back. It's really but, weird. It's yeah, a he, very, he very like, confusing thing. Yeah, and he played in a different role under Party for Newcastle. He was given license to roam forward yeah, a lot more. Absolutely. but. 
He also, the, the one season a few years ago when he was good on FPL and he was with Newcastle was also very heavily reliant on set pieces where it was kind of like he hit a nice little purple patch with set pieces and he was getting very inconsistent returns in open play, but he was getting set piece assists, set piece goal here and there, max bonus and that shit with Newcastle. So, I mean, no pens makes him a non-option even though he's really cheap. But, I mean, Benteke skied that one, which is a nightmare last week. Um, so we'll have to see who takes it. Who takes the next one when they're both on? No, the I saw news that Benteke is still on it. Still on it. Yeah. Right, well, one more miss, and then that switches. So you know that that could happen. That could happen. Yeah. I mean, Palace looked really bad in the highlights. I mean, I didn't watch the game. They just defensively were all over the shop, and Leicester could have scored many more goals. Yeah, they could have had five. But I mean, at, this- at the same time, going forward, I mean, like it sucks that you lost the Fuchs claim, but I feel like Leicester were kind of lucky to only concede one. Yeah, they let up a lot of chances. They they were also kind of just un- I don't know. They like the game was a fucking piece of shit game. Like it was just crazy. It was really sloppy. Um, it could have been like five three. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, it felt like that kind of game in highlights. Yeah. But no punch-ins and miss. Zaha good. Benteke was really kind of obsolete. He didn't do much. He hit the post that one. That one header. Yeah, yeah he'll do. I mean, you know, he'll have the the header here and there. But in, ter- in terms of just an open play in general, like, yeah. he was very. He was kind of poor. That one chance he had clean through was like the worst taken chance of the season. Yeah, it wasn't great. He's he's definitely low in confidence. There's no question about that. Yeah, but I don't but know. But how'd you feel after the Fuchs goal, though? It was one of the brighter moments in the of the day for sure. Yeah, you fucking I mean, you flipped said, out on me on tags. Yeah, I mean you texted and you're like, get the lube ready, and I thought yeah. Walcott was about I thought Walcott was about to score. Uh, so I like stood up and I was staring at the Arsenal game and I had the fucking audio on and I heard like, oh blah blah header, fuck you, whatever, corner kick, and then I like looked over in my peripheral vision and I just saw fucking Fuchs <laughs> run out run from out of the screen into the screen and just blam it. It's just nuts. Yeah, they asked him after what he thought about it. He was like, I just hit it as hard as I could and hope yeah. it went towards the net. <laughs> Success. Success. That was his first goal um, for Leicester. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Genius. Felt great. Yeah. It's great to that. Then again, that's the kind of thing. Like I paid an extra point four for him than like Morgan because I wanted the attacking threat, and here it is coming in. It's, it feels good. Dilly ding, dilly dong. Yeah. Um. What else we got? Watford. They we, can't. We gotta talk about now. Burnley because they're so fucking good at home. <laughs> it's actually fucked up. I mean, we should just maybe start betting all of the sticker money on Burnley at home. Oh my god, I love that. They don't lose at home. They're unstoppable at home, and they yeah. like they have City at home coming up soon. I'm going to captain Vokes over Aguero. I think I'm going to bring Heaton in and captain him. Heaton is fucking. He might be the best choice goalie. In he the is game. the best choice goalie. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah. He was the best choice goalie two years ago when they were up, and he is the best choice goalie right now. The amount of saves he has is just so. Far and away more than anyone else. It's crazy. He gets a million saves. He gets some bonus, and then at home, he's always a shout out of clean. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it feels like a bit of a miss not to have had him in, but I, that is something I am looking at doing, trying to get Heaton in because Pickford. This Pickford situation. Pickford's is not, a nightmare. It's a nightmare. I mean, he's <laughs> they're so bad. They're the worst thing and ever. I, and the thing is, like, they they should be getting he should be getting save points every fucking game because. 
they let up a million shots. And like this was another game with West Ham. I feel like West Ham had like fucking fifteen shots. They had like none on target. I yeah, they doing. hit the posts and shit. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But it's like this. I've got him for three games, I think, so far, and he's gotten me like ten points in three games, which isn't the worst thing ever, but it's not good. I don't know. Yeah. Well, hopefully he can come through for you. I don't know. Arsenal at home this week. Yeah, it's going to be great. (laughs) That's brutal. Um, But Everton also, I mean, regardless of the fact that they didn't play particularly well and lost, I mean, Balassi is kind of getting overlooked because I feel like everyone has Lukaku and doesn't want to double up. He, I don't. I don't know don't if he's getting so? overlooked because he's he does this shit every all the fucking time, dude. He like he'll have this one game where he'll do something nice, but in general, he just he's like been creates. pretty good though. Once he since he's gone over, I mean, he has a few assists and that was his only goal. But yeah, but that's he has no goal threat. It's like why would you be? Why would you want? Like I'd rather have Redmond. Oh, I mean, you know? yeah, that's. But like you're relying on hopefully one of his little crosses coming off, like. He's never scored goals. He's not a goal scorer, so it's tough to yeah. stomach someone like, like that. Like an out and out winger type, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just tough. Like, there's so many good midfield options, and I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't yeah. really love Rom Rom had a weird game, but he'll be fine. He just ticks over for fun. Yeah, he actual ticks over for fun. He's just a monster. He's been getting consistent returns all year. He's had like. Two blanks all year and in, in games that he's played ninety. Yeah, pretty outstanding. Yeah. Um, we got to talk about Chelsea because they're fucking back and they're so fucking good. Yeah, they're, Chelsea are definitely back. I mean, Chelsea manure do the Schadenfreude Freud Derby. I want like yeah, that, I want Bane to walk out on the pitch and just blow up the stadium. Oh God, that's soon. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, United are just a rudderless ship and. Mourinho's gotta gotta really look at the team and think that I mean if I were him, I would stop trying to kill games and just play an attacking lineup. You have like a billion dollars worth of footballers. Play an attacking line like do fucking four one, four one, I don't know. Do do something and play attackers. Stop playing Lingard, he's horrible. And try and score goals. Like they're not gonna be like if they're trying to nil nil all the top teams. That's going to cause them to finish outside of the top four because all the other top teams, like they're not playing for nil nils. Yeah, like there's Arsenal too there's City. too many good teams this yeah, year. Yeah, there are too many good teams. But if you're playing for nil nils, and then you're going to lose most of those because you're fucking shitty. One point's not enough if you're doing that against four teams, eight fixtures a year. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, and you, you can't the way that really Liverpool, do it consistently with like Mike Smalling. You know, you yeah. don't have like Terry back there. Yeah, I mean, it's not like they're doing that for eight fixtures a year and they're getting nil nils for six of them. Like they're at this rate, they're going to get like three of them or something. But you look at the way that Liverpool ex- come into those games, or City or Chelsea, they're trying to fucking win the game. And like, that's how you should play. Like you should play to win every game. I think Mourinho needs to really look at himself because this like blaming the press, woe is me. It's it's starting to get very tiresome and. He's playing the same exact football that David Moyes played for them. He's playing the same football that fucking LVG played for them. And it's more of the same. I mean, they have more expensive players on the side, but they're still struggling for goals, and it shouldn't be. I thought when they scored the four against Leicester at home that that was going to kickstart them, and they're going to start being more free-flowing. But yeah, it's, they it's mentioned kind that, of embarrassing. They mentioned that on Football Weekly, the four-goal game. And remembering back, those were like, weren't they like all off set pieces? And I was just like, man, they really haven't played like good attacking football. 
for the majority of the year, you know? I don't remember as well, but perhaps it at, was. At least three of them were off set pieces, just like corner routine, like weird little titty totties. And, the, you know, Rashford scored on like that, like short corner that Mata scooped into the box, whatever. It, yeah, I mean, I, I hate Moo. There's no two ways about it. And seeing him lose is great. And I hope he has a meltdown and they fucking suck. But yeah, I mean, Chelsea, on the other hand, Three cleans on the bounce, three wins on the bounce. Like Hazard's back, he looks incredible. Fucking Alonzo, everyone wants Alonzo in defense. They're keeping cleans. Like, damn, they have a lot of guys that I want, but not that many I can afford. Yeah, that's the one thing. They're all very expensive. Um, they play Southampton this weekend. Yeah, Alonzo, even Aspilicueta, he's been a little. Bat monster this yeah, year so far. Yeah, I was looking at Aspil also. Yeah, he he's gotten bonus in all three of those games. So Alonso yeah, so has I, the attack, but I don't know. I was thinking about like if you're gonna start the defender every week, maybe you go Alonso, and if Alonso, you're more of a playing matchups like rotation, maybe you go Aspil. Yeah, it's just tough if you're gonna be plumping sixth to rotate. Period. Yeah. I mean, they're probably only like, if you're going to buy a six million defender, there are maybe one or two fixtures like at city kind of things that you'd want to bench them for at all. But yeah, but they have, they have those coming up. That's the thing. Yeah. They have home toddy at city. Yeah. The fixtures aren't great. So, I mean, I think it's probably advisable to, if you could wait a little bit, but I don't know. They're keeping cleans against everyone. So it might be silly. It might just be like buy with confidence and just see what happens because they're playing great football. Yep, and Bailly has a fucking knee injury, and producer Nate is poor, crushed. out for him. Yeah. United are bad. I'm sick of them. Yeah. What about, so Antonio, I mean, Antonio's just, does anyone still have him after this week? I think he's dropping again tonight, so I mean, everyone on earth is getting rid of him. I mean, he got subbed off early, and he should be dropped by everyone because they're done. I mean, he's done. And Payet, on the other hand, was incredible in highlights and stats off the page. Like, it's only yeah, a matter sh- of time until he explodes on everything. And yeah, he should have had a double-digit haul this weekend easily. Like, he had like three really good scoring chances and created seven chances, I think. And yeah, got, the and thing with got like basically nothing. Yeah, the thing with them though is the the fixtures turn soon. Hmm. Yeah, wow, they they get really bad, huh? Yeah. I'm looking at them now, yeah. So you may, the window might be missed at this time, but... It's yeah. so weird that Reed got max boners, despite having a yellow card. And the like, goal, and it was also the game-winning goal, you get all those points for that. Yeah, but I guess so. He probably had a lot of clearances or something, I don't know, 40, it's pretty good. The clean sheet's like 20 else. I felt, I felt a little bit bad for Sunderland, even though they're horrible, because it did look like an offsides goal to me. Mm-hmm. But Moyes yeah. was like destroyed in the presser. He should be destroyed. His team is fucking garbage, and they're easily the worst team in the prem. And his career might be over after this. Ah, so dark. I mean, he's going from like relegation team in La Liga, and then getting fired to a team in like Sunderland with theoretically not like the worst club. Yeah, their their squad's not like that bad. But he's making them that bad. Yeah. Defoe's coming out and he's saying like they're taking a step back, like it's not good. Ugh, yeah, wow. Dark times. You want, yeah, you don't want that. Dark times. Bring back Big Sam. 
Ugh, big fat. He'll fucking sell all their trade secrets to China for a few hundred, <laughs> hundred grand. Who cares as long as he keeps them up? Yeah. And then City, I mean, let's talk about Aguero for a minute because he's. Mm, it's not good. It's not, not good. good. They, they look all out of sorts and shit, yeah. It's just watching them. I feel like I watch City every weekend, like they're my fucking club. But they're always a prime. Reason, they always yeah, a they're prime always slot. a prime game, yeah. The way that he's playing, it's just so much more of an emphasis on the midfielders running forward, and Aguero comes deep so much more, and he keeps... This is like the second or third game recently where he's brought Iannaccio, and when they play with two forwards with Iannaccio, Aguero's always the one, well, not always, but usually the one that's coming deep to try and link play between the midfield and the strike force, and I don't know, it's just not... Everything doesn't funnel to him like it did under Pellegrini. And yeah, I remember a week mil. or two ago, uh, someone tweeted like an article at us, and it was basically like a rundown of Pep and his like history with strikers, kind of. Yeah. And it was re- it was interesting, but I didn't put too much stock into it because it was only a few weeks ago where Aguero was like scoring every fucking game, you know. Mm-hmm. But it was it kind of emphasized exactly that it was like. He moved like David Villa to wing, like he made Lewandowski drop back, he made Zlatan drop back, and every striker was proud of it, kind of, and like for the better of the team, and obviously pretty much everywhere he's gone, they were winning everything. But it shows a, off their versatility. Yeah, also, but from a fantasy perspective, it's not great because you just want Aguero to take every shot and be the one in the box all the time, but... Yeah, it is a little shady that he's dropping back and shit like that. Yeah, it's just not good. I mean, it's also when he is in the box, they have they always have multiple options. So it's just not. I feel like before with Pellegrini, like he was the only person there, and he was the only option. And now they have multiple players like making those runs into the, even the six yard area. Yeah, especially if he keeps playing three at the back. I feel like that's especially worse for him. Because yeah. you look at the heat map and there are just like five guys in the middle all clustered together, you know, which just yeah. means they're all like switching off. Like if he goes back to four back, I think Aguero will be much more in the middle and the wingers will stay wide, but it's kind of TBD. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's just really tough watching them. I mean, I don't feel confident that he's going to score every game like I normally do. So. I think at the, in the at the time being, the fixtures are still really good, but it's also with City and the international break coming up for him going to South America, back to Argentina. They have tough Champions League games at Barcelona. He's got tough World Cup qualifier games when he goes back for his abroad stint. Um, Pep's already talked about the rotation that he's going to be putting out. I feel like with City, it's almost like an avoid at this point. Yeah, I mean, especially a, the way they're playing. I mean, yeah, I mean it, De Bruyne off at half with a little knock. We can't have that. Like that's insane. Yeah, I still, um, I still have Sterling and Aguero, and I don't know. Maybe I'm just fucking blind, but I still feel like you know they have West Brom, Middlesbrough, Palace, Burnley. Like I still, in my head, think they're going to score three plus every one of those games. But lately, has not been the case. I don't know. Pep's brows are just like constantly furrowed. Yeah, constantly every every furrowed. stones no look pass. He just gets like an extra wrinkle in his fucking forehead. Yeah, he's maybe gonna drop stones soon. I don't know. I mean, Kolarov has um, proven fit for now. How could you not go Kolarov and Otamendi? It's just insane. Yeah, Kolarov had a bit of a shock. I mean, this sorry, game. not Kolarov. I meant company. 
company. Yeah, well, company's gonna get hurt next game. So. Yeah, but mm. give one game of company Otamendi is better than ever seeing Stones again. So probably I agree with that. But they neither of them can really play the ball out of the back, which is something important to them. So I don't know. You know? Yeah, that's, that's the thing. True. They're neither of them are ball playing center back. Like, I mean, company, I guess a little bit, but not really. It's not his forte. It's funny with Stones because he's like comfortable on the ball. It's like he has like the tools to be good on the ball, but he's so dumb and bad that he fucks it all up. Yeah, I think it's just for him the thing that seems to stand out to me is that he does it so the the volume of times that he's doing it in a game is so high that it's inevitable that there's going to be one or two wobbles, you know. Yeah, and, and it's, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because the teams that now play against him like ultra press stones. Like yeah. Southampton didn't even press that much. It was just the forwards pressing stones was like their main point of attack, and he gifted them a goal. It worked. Yeah. So yeah. like that's just going to keep happening, and Stones is going to keep being forced into these positions where he has to make like a tough pass or tough decision. So. Yeah. And then I don't know Sterling though too. It seems like he was back to old old Raz. He was just not really not clicking and not clinical. And the final third, he would just be was, Always putting tantalizing crosses in, but like there was no one attacking it. So it's like, oh, that ball was great if there was someone there, but no one's there. Like, but no one's there. Yeah, like that was kind of what he was doing the whole game, which was a little bit frustrating. So yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough to have that much like over twenty mil and two players on a team that's really struggling. And I think looking short term, granted Arsenal just blank, but I mean I'd rather have an Arsenal. Or a Liverpool mid than Sterling at this point, probably. But if I had one free, they're playing West Brom, I'd probably rather save than do that. Yeah, I mean, mean, we'll get to our transfers later, but I almost did Sterling to Coutinho, and I didn't. And the more I go through it, I think I probably will end up saving just because I don't think they're a bad team and like going to score one goal a game. It's almost impossible. So. Yeah, they have too much quality. Too much quality and too good of a manager. Pep. Pep. Um, and Liverpool, yeah, they're good. Their defense is bad. All right, let's uh, let's talk about captains. What are we looking at this weekend? Let's see. I don't have it open. We have Arsenal at Sunday. We Look, have very uh, sexy. Yeah, we, we gotta see. On, we gotta see on Santi's health if we're gonna follow Santa Claus. Follow our own theory. But that's as good as it gets. I mean, Sunderland is by far the worst team in the league. Yeah, I mean, home borough you'd think is maybe a little bit better because you're home. Yeah, but borough are at least like defensive. I mean, Sunderland, all they want to do is be defensive. They're just not. They're just not, yeah. Yeah, they're just bad. They're just bad at it. The early game on Saturday, they don't love that shout. Yeah. From an emotional standpoint, and emotionally it's problem problematic, especially yeah. for you because you'll be asleep, uh, well asleep. Wake up in a tizzy, check your phone, and if it's not like three nil, you're just gonna break your phone. Nah, nah, nah. it'll be like a one nil with a Monreal goal to ruin Pickford's clean Pickford two saves. It'll be like a Manquillo own goal on a Monreal cross. Yeah, Pickford yeah. two saves. Walcott yellow card subbed off on fifty nine minutes. <laughs> what what else? So fucking dark. Um, we have City at West Brom. I don't know about that. You Liverpool can't at Palace. City player right now. It's, it's the FMLF. Yeah, it's the FMLF PL Derby. The Derby. 
I don't know. I'm I'm thinking about Bobby. These are my thoughts. Yeah, I mean, Palace were very bad defensively, but yeah, this will be a high scoring game. Well, yeah, it should be. Palace on set pieces and crosses is like. Ugh. I feel like your guys' strength or Liverpool's weakness. Yeah, maybe I'll bring in Dan and Captain Him. Yeah, just triple Captain Dan. Triple Captain, it's a brace coming. Someone, someone, some pod follower, Captain Kashelny last week drops an eight pointer for fun. Seriously? Yeah, they were like, "There's no good options. I don't trust Theo." It's <laughs> like, Ugh. okay. And they should have conceded twice. Yep. Uh, Everton. I mean, Lukaku is right now probably my number one shout. Yeah, I just West Ham have been pretty tight. They're playing like buy th- it. three at the back and shit. I don't know. Yeah, don't maybe I it. just shouldn't buy it. They've been playing really bad teams. Yeah, I don't buy. I don't buy West Ham. I think. I mean, Lukaku and Reed is going to be a fucking battle, but. I don't know. Dude, Lukaku's been fucking so steady. You can't really ask for anything more than what he's done. I mean, he hasn't had a double return in a while, but home West Ham versus some of these other dudes away, like, you know I'm all about the captain and players at home. Yeah, I mean, looking at home games, like, a lot of teams have Deeney home hole. Ugh. Yeah, I guess you could, but he's also been horrible. But it's like if there's one fixture, though, you know? Yeah. Captain Cap. Yeah. I don't know. I like Lukaku. I like Lukaku this weekend. He feels pretty safe to me. I might yeah, go Flair I, with Bobby. I'm not sure. Bobby's Flair. I have Bobby Vice, Lukaku captain right now. So if that if I keep that since my last two weeks I've had double digit vices, you should captain Bobby. Oh, I like that theory. Mm-hmm. It's the it's like the uh, Pickford Borch before when you had yeah Borch. yeah and I could plan I could pick your cleans for you I like yeah, that and, but now it's just a Grant clean every week so we don't have to worry about that yeah I'm as of right now I have it still on Wally and Vice on Firmino but I'm definitely not captaining mm, Wally I'm, I I might happening. do I think it's yeah, definitely an option um, I think it's an option I'm just not doing it again I'll, it'll be interesting to see what kind of lineups come out. This midweek because there's some like that's true quote, that, unquote, big games you know like Liverpool Tottenham and City United and shit I wonder if like you know we'll see who's gonna be rested or who's playing yeah first exactly team like, like if Wally starts midweek then I don't think he's an option I just Bobby was so close to that goal like he just several like, goals yeah and he yeah, he, he again created the most chances he's he has so many chances created this year. Oh, dude, he's a god. He's incredible. I, I love, love him, him so much. Love him so much, yeah. But I that's and then it's also captaining Bob against my own squad. Like that's not great for Doesn't me. Doesn't feel great. So I think I'll just keep it on big fucking Rom and see what he randies. Yeah, I'm gonna captain Lee Grant. Ugh, he's gonna save a pen this weekend. Ugh. No, 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 it's Siggy. He's all slot. Oh, another <laughs> another pod derby. <laughs> Okay, I love having a Monday guy though. That's great. Yeah, it's a treat. Um, transfers. What are you doing, Tituds? So here's the thing that I was actually looking at just before we potted, and I hadn't even really thought about is City have these really great fixtures, and these great fixtures are kind of why I got Kolarov in my wildcard team. But he's scheduled to drop soon, and I kind of like the idea of keeping Sterling for one more week. So my gut is telling me to drop Kolarov before he drops in price. 
um, to someone significantly cheaper, like maybe a Stoke defender and doubling Stoke defense, and giving myself enough money to go Sterling up to like Hazard or Pyatt mm. in in the coming weeks. That's in my thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I like that. I think because as long as you get someone reasonable for cholera, I, I don't know. Amat's a problem. I think. Um, yeah, Ahmad's not a starter, clearly. It's not great, but I think between but, like Madip and Kashani and Holobas, you should be good with three from those Yeah, players. it should be safe to have four starters. Mm, let me see you. Fucking Bobby. Yeah, nah. I don't know. I still continue to seem so safe. Like It seems nice to be able to stay and have a defender in the collar of bracket rather than having to drop all the way down. Um I yeah, I could I could go that way too. I could get like a Tottenham defender for Colorado or something. Yeah, like I just like I don't think that Coutinho's going to emerge at the end of the season probably with like a top top eight ish of the midfield points probably. Yeah, it seems like it's that. not. Yeah, it's it's not great timing probably though because when he goes on internationals, it's always very hit or miss if he returns to the starting lineup. I think last the after game week three he didn't, and then after the last one he did just because they were playing United, but. I don't know. Coutinho's just creating everything. He's shooting a lot. He's like a fucking bone magnet. Yeah. I, no, like, it's I don't a know. I like move. Coutinho. I might, I might still do that. I have point two in the bank, so even with Coutinho's rise, I can still afford it. But also looking at Watford's fixture for, for Cholabash, they get a little bit tougher. Like they're really, really good run ends basically after, after Hull. So yeah. I don't know. He might not well, be. Well, Leicester at home is a good fixture. Yeah, no, they have good fixtures. They still have some good fixtures. They still have some good ones, but I just don't yeah. know if he's like a start every week guy anymore. After it's this, it's tough with yeah. It's tough though because they have been very solid, and he's on and he's every on fucking it. set piece. Yeah, so. you have him for attack. Yeah, it is yeah. hard with him. I mean, I think it's the kind of thing that, like at Liverpool, you don't want to start him, but it's not a disaster yeah. one pointer because he has the shout for. An attacking threat. You yeah, know, it just so. feels so bad starting defenders with like zero chance of cleans. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You just feel like so limited in that yeah, in that like, moment. Like, pick, like Pickford every week. Like Pickford in this moment. Yeah. But that's where um, I'm at. I mean, yeah, okay. those are clearly the guys that I'm like looking at. Like as you yeah. said earlier, like Callum Blank, whatever. I mean, the reason I got Callum is for his next three fixtures and. I'm not really considering getting rid of Aguero just yet. So I have a little bit of wiggle room as far yeah, as my and I squad think, is. I think with Aguero, if, if you're going to get rid, you better make like take a hit and do three transfers to really spread the funds spread out. The so if you're not going to yeah. if you're not going to reinvest that like acceptably, then it doesn't make sense to get rid in the first place. Yeah, I mean, I don't have Costa, so for me, it'd actually be pretty easy. It's yeah. a double move. It's Costa and then like Sterling to Hazard or. Some or Alexis, amazing guy, yeah. Alexis, oh, you yeah. can't get you can't get you have three Arsenal, but yeah, someone like that, something like that. But uh, all right, yeah. What are you looking at? I'm gonna probably save. Yeah. Oh, did Glenn Glenner drop in price? Did he? Wait a minute. This is this is scenes. If he dropped in price, I'm gonna be so sad. You're gonna Dude, how out. the fuck did Darun drop the other day? Yeah, that makes just absolutely no sense. I thought I had, like I had a grasp on how, on the price changes, and I just have none. But you yeah, know who I went think, up in price? Hmm. Lee Grant. Oh, Ledge. <laughs> yeah, Glenner dropped. Oh, nightmare for me. Uh, that's really annoying. I'm sad right now. Now I'm really sad. I need to take a moment to collect myself. Oh, no. 
And dude, the other thing, dude, fucking Cedric dropped too. I was looking at Cedric as a replacement. Uh. <laughs> um, the, but yeah, I think I'm gonna. He is, dude. Glenn Johnson, point one percent owned. Zero point one percent. Yeah, I don't understand. How do you drop in price like that? Like, what are you doing? It, no, but He's it's red like, flagged. It's clearly not the same rules it used to be because if someone used be. to be that percent owned, they wouldn't. It's actually impossible for them to drop. Mm. I think what it is now is. Or I'm just speculating is that it's like a percent of their ownership, but that's not that's not like great because we have players that like competitive players are having. So like Darun, for example, is like Darun was the kind of guy that everyone got like when we did do, and he was four four. I got him because he was less owned than Fletcher. Yeah, and Fletcher so less chance of going down. But you know what? Yeah, but it's every reverse. fucking person is getting Joe Allen in for Darun and shit like no, that. No, but like Fletcher, because his ownership's higher, that's a percentage, so it's better to get him because he's not going to like reach that threshold, even though he's just know. as bad. I don't know. It's, but that's like Fletcher was like nine percent on Darun was like point three percent. Yeah, I don't and know. Darun just dropped. Using transfers on that spot, it makes no sense. But it's also just like maybe it's how, just wild cards. I don't know. I just, but it's also just like how like Fletcher's terrible. He blanks every week, and he's owned by so many people. And he's gone down like a full percentage of ownership since we looked at him in game week six. But he hasn't dropped in price. He's not close. Yeah. What the fuck? And then Glenner's like red flagged with point one percent ownership, and he's dropping. Like, you like, never drop you never if you're drop red, on flag. red flag. Yeah, yeah, it'd be insane to drop on red flag. You'd have to have like five billion transfers out, more than transfers in. Oh my god, the team myths. value. I'm the taking hits. I'm, I'm taking these like hidden team value hits. Though, like I took a Darun drop yesterday and a Glenn drop today. It's insane. Yeah, it doesn't feel great. It doesn't feel good, especially when they're under point, like they're point three and point uh, fucking point. Kill myself. <laughs> so I'm you're saving. saving? I'm fucking so pissed. I can't believe Glenn went down, dude. What the fuck? Yeah, it's really annoying. But it's not like you would have had anything to do. No. You wouldn't have transferred him out. Mm. Well, 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 if fucking like Costa gets a, fly, like a card in midweek, dude, I don't know what I'm going to do. So if Costa gets five and he's banned for the weekend, what am I going to... I can't, but I don't want to. He's got one shot all year. Like, I can't do that. No, I know. But he got that clean sheet point against Arsenal. (laughs) Yeah, he got more points than uh, most of my little Amat. But I don't know. But that was the thing. If if I lost Costa, then I might have spent my transfer on Glenner. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if it happened already, then you could be safe. Maybe I'll get, like, Adam Smith. Peters. No, I don't. I don't want to get a stuck defender. Just this run is so good. I know, but I have Siggy three, again. I don't three, three keep... of the next five are home Swans, home Bournemouth, home Burnley, and the other two are know. at West Ham, at Watford. I know, but I don't want to keep throwing Siggy into the fire against my defenders. I feel like it's bad for him. He like knows. He's yeah, like, it's like dude, bad, right? bad juju, bad like yeah, voodoo yeah, doll yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah, it's bad. It's just bad. All right. Yeah. Wow, we ended on a sour note with those price drops. Glenn, Glenn.com. Love I'm going to keep Glenn. I'm going to. He's a season keeper. Yeah, I'm I love get rid of him. Check us out at fmlpl.com. Follow on Twitter at fmlpl. Email us fmlpl at gmail.com. Join the league. Like on Facebook, Brandon, iTunes. Cheers. Mm-hmm.